We live in God's spoken world. And I want to explain that. It's God's world. And what I mean is we live in this world, all creation, the air that you breathe, animals and insects, oceans and skies, babies, planets, and molecules. It's God's world that He spoke into existence. Now you know this from Genesis chapter 1. In Genesis chapter 1 it says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. Think about it. In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And how did He do it? If you've read that chapter, you've heard it. God said, let there be light, and there was light. God said, let there be, and there was. And it repeats it again. God said, let there be, and it was. And it just goes on day after day as God speaks the world into existence. We live in God's spoken world. Creation is the fruit of of God's speech. God speaks, and what's, what's, the, what's produced? What is the fruit that comes out? All that you can see and smell and touch and hear and taste, and even what you have the power to imagine is God speaking as He speaks all of creation into existence and upholds it even now with the power of His Word. You live in God's spoken world. So I want you to understand what this means. Try to understand what this means. How do humans speak? How do humans speak? The throat formulates sounds that escape through the mouth and make words that come together in the sentences into someone's ears and therefore humans speak. How does God speak? God has no throat. God has no mouth. He's not limited by human languages, although He knows every single one of them. But how does God speak? He speaks and, and habitats and humans come out. He speaks and gardens and galaxies come out. He speaks in His creation for His glory, not like men speak. Now, Psalm 19 Teaches, teaches us this same idea. Listen to Psalm 19, verse 1. And I want you to notice the pattern of the way speech is talked about here. 19.1 says, The heavens declare the glory of God. So God's creation, the heavens, the stars, the moon, the sun, the, the, the creation that you look up into the sky and you see, it says here, it declares something. Is speaking something. It's declaring the glory of God. I'm going to keep reading. And the sky above proclaims His handiwork. Something's being said. Something's being proclaimed. Something's being spoken through the heavens and through the sky above. Day to day pours out speech. Pours out speech. Verse 4 says, Their voice goes out through all the earth and their words to the end 
of the world. Humans have speech, various languages, and God knows them all. But creation itself is the speech of God. Creation itself is God talking. He's, he's speaking. He's saying something. Something's being declared. Something's being preached. Not just in, in, in human languages, but through the creation itself. Now I'll tell you this because I want to I make a claim here. How silly is it then? How silly must it be for us to say, as humans, to say something, to complain and say something like this. Why won't God speak to me? Now we've all said it. Or if we hadn't said it, you've at least thought it in your mind. Why, why won't God speak to me? Do you see how silly that question is in light of what we're talking about? What, what, do, you, what do you mean, why won't God speak to you? What do you mean? He's always speaking to you. He's constantly speaking to you. What did you expect? English? He's speaking constantly. God's speaking to you in planets and galaxies and sea creatures and storms. Perfect 70 degree, 70 degree weather. Clouds. Little children that look like you. Ant beds in your backyard. Birds that sing. Flowers that bloom. Green grass. And a three-course meal that tastes heavenly. God's just talking. He's just speaking. What do you mean? What do you mean God hasn't spoken to me? Are you not listening? Are you not hearing? You see, the problem is not God's silence. The problem is our deafness. We can call it spiritual Deafness. God is always speaking, and humans are never hearing. Now, God's not just given a light whisper, and our ears are not fully developed to hear it. It's not like that. God screams through His creation, saying things to us through His creation. He's saying it. And not only through His creation, but with the prophets that He sends one after another in the Scripture that He gives us. He's screaming to us. So the problem's not here, the, him. The problem is that we don't hear. Deuteronomy 29 verse 2 says this. You, you have seen all that the Lord did before your eyes. You've seen it. All that God did before your eyes. But to this day, the Lord has not given you a heart to understand or eyes to see, or ears to hear. And what does the creation, what do creatures deserve for ignoring their creator? They deserve to be ignored. In fact, they deserve, this is rebellion, they deserve punishment. They deserve judgment and to be sent to hell forever. It's what creatures like us deserve for ignoring God. But praise God, praise God that that's not the end of the story. 
that he speaks and we ignore him. He speaks through creation. He speaks through his prophet. He speaks through the scriptures and we ignore him, but that's not the end of the story. Praise God he doesn't stop right there and just go in silence and say nothing else. What does God do after he's constantly speaking creation, prophet, scripture, constantly speaking? What does he do when his creation, when his creatures ignore him? And this brings us to the incarnation. It brings us to Christmas, to this celebration of the incarnation. I want you to think about John 1 verse 1 again. Listen. John 1, 1 says, in the beginning, remember that phrase? From Genesis 1, 1, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And here we got John chapter 1 in the New Testament. In the, in the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. And that same chapter says, and that Word who was with God and who was God in the beginning with God, creating all things, he says, the Word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory so jesus is called in this verse the word now think about that he's always been the word john 1 1 tells us he's the word before the incarnation before he became human god took on human flesh before that he's called the word in john chapter 1 verse 1 we communicate through words. God Almighty communicates through the Word, Jesus. And He always has. But what happens when the Word is ignored? The Word became flesh. Oh, it's mercy. Do you see it? What happens when the Word is just ignored and ignored and ignored in your heart and our hearts? The Word became flesh. The Word became flesh. The one whose language is creation wraps himself in creation. The one who speaks creation into existence wraps himself in it. In fact, he becomes his creation. God takes on human flesh. So if God was already screaming to us, if God was already screaming to us through creation and the prophets and the scripture, what was Jesus' coming? What was the incarnation then? It's like a divine bullhorn was picked up. The Word became flesh. We ignored the Word, so He got louder. We ignored the Word, but He didn't pull away in silence and condemn us to hell forever. He got louder. The Word became flesh. He came to dwell among us. Don't ignore Him. I want to read this to you. This is from a brother many of you, you have heard of, Joe Rigney. He says, this idea of, of Christmas like this is, a, is as if God were saying, you aren't able to hear my voice in the things that have been made. You've begun to wonder whether this cosmos can communicate who I am. Then watch this. Watch me wear creation like a garment. No, no more than that. Watch me, the creator, become a creature. 
Watch me take on the trappings and the limitations of man. I'll join myself to this spoken world. I'll shrink myself to the size of an embryo. Then I'll grow until I fill a womb. Then I'll burst the womb. Then I'll keep growing in wisdom and stature until I'm big enough to walk among the sons of earth. I'll grow until I'm big enough to hang, big enough to die, big enough to fill a tomb. Then I'll burst the tomb. But I won't stop there. I'll keep growing and growing, filling hearts and filling minds and filling bodies until, until you read the same story in the stars, until you hear the heavens sing and the earth reply, until you taste honey and then taste and see that the Lord is good. I'll keep growing until I feel all in all. Brothers and sisters, don't ignore this. God has spoken, God has spoken, God has spoken, and yet we've ignored Him. What, what does He do to those who ignore Him? The Word became flesh. He got louder. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1 and 2 teaches the same idea. And it says that at, at many times and in various ways, God spoke to our fathers through the prophets. Not only through the creation, but through the prophets that he created. One prophet after another. He, spoke, he sent the prophets. And what did we do? What did we do? We're like those wicked tenants. Remember those, that parable? You had the owner of the field, the owner of the land. And he sent to get fruit from the field. But those wicked tenants, every messenger that he sent, they murdered them. He sent another message, a messenger. And then they murdered the messenger again and again and again. So what does he do? What does the owner do? And that story says, so he, he sent his son. Surely, surely they'll listen to my son. And that's what Hebrews 1 says. It says that many times in various ways God, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us in his son. It's like it's a language. It's literally, he's spoken to us in son, S-O-N, son, in Jesus. God has said something, something to us. This morning it was called God's last sermon to us. He has spoken to us through the coming of Jesus. Brothers and sisters, don't ignore him. What's he saying? He's getting louder. Come to him. How do we know his love for us? God demonstrates His love for us in that while we were sinners, while we were sinners, Christ Jesus died for us. You see, God can't die. So God takes on human flesh and what's He screaming loud? God shows His love for you. He takes on human flesh. It's what that baby in the manger is all about. He takes on human flesh and God shows His love for us and that while we were sinners, Christ Jesus died for us. Do you hear it so loud? Don't ignore this Merry Christmas. I want to close with this in 1 John. 1 John chapter 1. Listen to God's word. That which was from the beginning. That sound familiar? In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. And here we are. That which was from the beginning. The writer says which we've heard. 
He entered in. Which we've seen with our eyes. We saw Him. Which we looked upon and have, and have touched with our hands concerning the Word of life. He who was from the beginning. That life was made manifest. And, and we have seen it and testify to it and proclaim to you the eternal life. The eternal life which was with the Father and was made manifest to us. The Word became flesh, made manifest to us. That which we have seen and heard, we proclaim also to you so that you too may have fellowship with us. And listen, and indeed our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. We deserve no fellowship with God. In fact, our sin gets us separated from God forever, condemned to an eternal hell. And yet, we proclaim the one who's from the beginning, that was made flesh, that was manifest and made flesh, who died for our sins, who is risen from the dead, so that now we can have fellowship with God. God is screaming so loud. Let this Christmas remind us not to ignore God's spoken word, His, what He has spoken through Christ. Let's pray. Father, thank You so much for Your word. Thank you so much that we can think and meditate on you and who you are and what you're like. Thank you, Lord, that when we ignored you with our, with our spiritual deafness, Lord, that you didn't turn away, that you didn't turn away from us, Lord, but you leaned in and you got louder and the word became flesh, God, and we celebrate that tonight for the glory of your name. I pray that every soul in this room would give praise to Christ. And let us do it now, Lord, through singing. In Jesus' name, amen.